Welcome in, welcome in to podcast number five of Peter and Pals. I'm Peter. This is uh, Peter's pal Mike. And we want to welcome you to our June 17th edition. It is June 17th, 2016. We know nobody is listening to us right now. We know nobody's going to listen to us for a very long time. Maybe never. But if you discover this episode down the road... This is five days out from a very tragic event in our community. Um, June 12th was the horrific Pulse nightclub shootings in Orlando. The eyes of the world are on us right now. And I have no idea what to say. I have had no words for the past five days. So the fact that I'm making something up right now is probably terrible, disrespectful, awful, dumb, insignificant... But it's important for me to be here because I enjoy doing the podcast with Mike. I enjoy doing the podcast for the listeners that might come along one day. And it's important that we have fun right now, that we move on, not move on, but that we continue our lives in a way that would honor the joy that the victims instilled in us. The, those friends, those family members that we lost, we want to honor their memory with happiness. Imagine 20 minutes before the attack. Just the pleasure you're having. The joy. The, yeah. And we can't live our lives structured around fear. We cannot live in fear. We cannot live in fear. So, this is a comedy show. Right? I'm, this is a comedy show. This is what we're trying to do. We're trying, right, Mike? trying to do comedy. We're trying to do comedy. And it's what we think we might be good at. Right? It's, but yes. so, I, so I just want to make it clear to the listeners that this is not a news show. This is not an editorial show. So please, if, if you're looking for that, you won't find it here. You're, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be offended. And that's okay. We apologize, kind of, but not really, because it's who we are and it's what we do. We're going to be irreverent the next hour. We're going to be offensive, not about the matter at hand, but about life, because that's how we look at things. And I feel like one of the best, because I feel in the past five days, Mike, I have felt so helpless. I go back and forth. I'll feel, I'll feel sad. I'll feel angry. I'll feel grief. I'll feel helpless. I'll feel guilty. But... I feel helpless a lot of the times because, for one, I, I did not know anyone personally at the club, um, so there's no one I can re reach out to to see what you know what I can do for them personally. Those that were most affected, um, um, well, besides my friends who knew people. Uh, but anyway, the the point is that I feel helpless because what can you do? Nothing we can do are going to bring those people back, right? Yeah. So the thing that I've come to is like. What I'm feeling most right now is the best thing I can do, especially as a gay person, is to be myself, my 100% true self. Well, that's like, and not just like, oh, I'm out, I'm here, but like in day-to-day, moment-to-moment life, like, am I being true to myself? Yeah. When they say, after these things that happen, we can't, like, some people we say facetiously, we can't let the terrorists win. But once we alter our behavior based on their actions, then we, we cease to do what you just said, is to be our true selves and to be... Right, you're living in fear, you're, you're checking yourself, right? I don't want to check myself. I want to live the life that I know that I want to live. I want to live by principles. I want to be a good person. I want to be a better person because of this. Like, I want to quit the bullshit. And by bullshit, I don't mean this podcast, even though this podcast is bullshit. I mean, like, I want to do it better. I want to... I want to instill love into it. I want to attract people. I want to make people have a good time. Um, Is it worth mentioning how this podcast came about and how we became how I don't friends? know how it came about. How did it come about? Well, first of all, it came about because one day I said to Peter, "Are you like me?" 
And as a, I didn't, oh, that's right. I don't think I knew you were gay at the time. I thought, <laughs> no, I'm serious. I just thought you were. You called me honey a couple times, I think, and I was like, that's oh, that's good. curious. I'm so glad. That, but but <laughs> I, curious. I just thought you were a, a handsome guy, mm-hmm. just a all American, charming. Just using terms of endearment. And so, and I said, it's 2016. And I said, Peter, are you like me? Mm-hmm. And what I meant was, are you a sober person mm. that has addiction problems in right, the past? Right. And then you said yes. Right. And then immediately, that's like a person, especially in a close work environment, that, right. that you latch onto for strength and for for commonality and, and you know right. for solidarity. If nothing else, just because it's rare. That's it's right. Rare to find that's others right. our age who are younger who have not who have given up drugs and alcohol and who are sober for that reason. Yes, and so and I don't think we've made that clear to the podcast listener. We say this is a comedy podcast, but in reality, we were having funny conversations, and we thought we should be recording this. People might want to hear this. Right. Uh, not that we're comedians or, or comics, but that we thought we could, in the moment, make funny statements. And uh, again, I always make the goal to make you laugh. That's a huge plus for me. Absolutely. And so it's important to, to, to just note that. And, and so I don't know where I was going with that. Classic. Well, <laughs> I I do the podcast a big part because I enjoy it because I have fun. We know that we have very few listeners, but I enjoy having fun. I enjoy making myself laugh as well as you. And if anyone laughs along with us, the more the better. God like bless you. God bless you because you are a fucked up human being. But you know, I I don't know. I just I wanted to. I wanted to open the podcast today without the snark. Like, with, right. we we can drop the snark for a minute because it's still fun. It's still it's still and and the snark is fun. But I feel like I want to talk about it with you because you're my close friend, and it's it's so easy. In the past few five days, it's been so easy to like have the shallow conversations and be like, oh, well, it's so horrible and this, this, and this. And we're just, this conversation is with a customer or with someone on the phone who you only have five minutes with. But when I'm, when it's, you know, 11 at night, like it is now, Mm. and I have nowhere to be, and I'm with my good friend and we have no time limit, I want to be true. I want to be honest with myself and be like, okay, have I really talked about this? And I don't want this to be a therapy session, but I just, I... I see an opportunity for us to address it in a snark-free way. And of course we wouldn't want to be snarky about it, but it's like, that is my response to all this horrific imagery that I'm seeing on, on TV and on social media is I look to the love. I look to the amazing outpouring of love in the community. And I say, what can I do? I can be true to myself. I can be a better person. Right. And for context here, Sunday, 8 a.m., I'm asleep. My phone buzzes. It's mm. Peter texting me. He says, I'm alive. And I think to myself, oh, good for you. Because yeah, you hadn't seen anything. I, I, I well, seen the news. To me, I was joking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> good. Yeah, great, Peter. Right. But And I thought maybe you had a long night, whatever. Should I? But then I, I, I didn't know what you were talking about. So right. you said there was... An attack on it, so I, right. of course I jump on Twitter or whatever, and I, and I look for the right. news, right. and I'm horrified. And then right. Peter says, "I was how far away were you?" Well, I was at a different gay bar, a different gay club called Southern Nights. It's five minutes down the road from Pulse. It's it's on South and Bumby. Pulse is on Orange, a little bit south of uh, of downtown. And I awoke at seven o'clock to my roommate pounding on the door seeing if I was home and okay. Wait, so you had went to bed and you didn't know anything had happened? No, I had went to bed. I, I had left Southern Nights earlier than two o'clock. You know, I the, see. Okay. The events started happening at 2 a.m. I had left Southern Nights. I had gone home. I had gone to bed and I woke up to my roommate pounding on my door and to a slew of text messages yeah. saying, are you okay? Are you okay? They had started at 5 a.m. I got a text from someone in New York City in New York City at 5 a.m. saying, are you okay? Um, so I started texting people because I knew I, I wanted... I, I started texting people back, but that whole day was filled with text messages. 
I still don't know what to say after babbling for 10 minutes here. I have no words, but here's what I will try and impart to you is that the, the most true thing that has come out of this for me is what pulse as well as all the other gay clubs I, I frequented meant to me as a young gay man. Pulse was the first gay club I went to in Orlando. Wow, really? Oh yeah. And I was still in the closet to, to most of my, the people in my life. You know, I was going to the club, but I was going to the club with people who I trusted and who I had entrusted the secret with or, or who I just, you know, or I didn't care if they knew because I knew they would, they would be safe people to be around. And it's such a hard feeling to describe when you enter your first gay club and you feel that feeling of love surrounding you and no judgment, no judgment, no, no sneers, no looks, no stares. And the way I, earlier in this week I described it to someone was it felt like I was walking into water for the first time. Like I was discovering a new element. Like you're walking into a thick element that you didn't, you didn't know existed, right? Or, you're, or you, you trip on acid for the first time. You, you have a hallucinogenic experience and you discover this dimension that wasn't there. You know, that's what it was like to walk into a club where everyone was like you. Or not everyone, but mo the majority of people were like you. And if they weren't, they didn't care. They accepted you anyway and you accepted them. And I think that gets lost sometimes. That, and obviously now everyone's talking about it, but that, that tends to get lost because it's not the majority. It's, it is the minority still, even though we've made a, an enormous progress. A lot of the times you do still walk into a straight bar or, or you know, a bar that just isn't known to be a gay bar. And I'll feel you know, like I, I'm not quite comfortable or that I, I'm, there's a little hostility or, or, or something... You know, you have to check yourself. You have that feeling of checking yourself, where you have that mirror, that th that thing that says, "Oh, don't stand that way. Oh, don't say that. Oh, don't order that." You know, it's it's that's what I've come back to in the past week is how just how incredibly sad it is that that's the space that was attacked, was this yeah. beautiful space of love and acceptance. You found, yeah, you found a place of belonging. Right. And that a place, home. And, that, home. and that place was violated. Absolutely. And we, we talked about this kind of briefly. If it reopens, I'm going. It will reopen. It will reopen. They've already said it's going to reopen, that, and I believe them. That God, God only knows if they're going to how, how many freaking changes they're going to put in that place and how many exits they're going to have and I, I, I can only imagine but they're going to come back because there's been such an overwhelming millions amount of, dollars of support donated. millions of dollars donated and which, so which, many benefits everywhere I look there's a benefit show everywhere I look there's people coming out in thousands to vigils and, and but and, you don't see first of all you don't see that in other you know, white Christians, for example, not to say anything derogatory about another group, mm -hmm. but you don't see that support, in my opinion. Physical support. You might see... What do you mean? In the wake of this? Yes. In, in, the, in the wake of a tragedy in their, in their realms. Like what? If there ever was one. I'm not... When white... I don't know. I feel like you're speculating right it, now. That is true. What, like, for example, the, with the kids in, in, in Connecticut. That was right, terrible. Right, right. But that response... Pales to this response. Did it? I feel like well, it, there was not thousands gathered. I don't know. I'd have to go back. I don't believe I don't that. Remember. I don't believe that's the case. There was. But you have to remember that was a small town. Right. That was a small town, not a major metropolitan area. Is Orlando a gay town though? Orlando is. Orlando. Oh, I can't. I turn on the TV and I see, and I can't believe it's such a paradox. And I'm still learning. This is the thing. Everybody has to excuse me and Mike because. Just like everybody, we're still learning. Like, I'm still learning about Orlando. And it was only four years ago that I was that kid that was partially in the closet that was going to Pulse. You know? Um, and Orlando... But Orlando is a super gay-friendly town. 
but it's still in the south. It's still surrounded by a lot of bigotry, and you still have, and it's a town of transplants, so you never know mm. who you're encountering, whether you're encountering someone from the north or the west coast or from Alabama. And not to say that we're generalizing everyone from Alabama hates gays, no, but it's we're still located in the south, and we still have a lot of conservatives, we still have a lot of religious people who have problems. Granted, there are religious people who don't have problems, but, you know, it is known to be a very gay-friendly city because of our entertainment scene, because of our, you know, um, yeah, who's gonna dance art scene. Well if it's not right, right. We have so many awesome entertainers, and we have so many awesome actors and performers and artists, and there's a... Podcasters. <laughs> And podcasters, right, podcasters and comedians and wannabe comedians. And, <laughs> I mean, we are, and this is just solidified for me how gay, how, um, how big the gay community is in Orlando and how strong we are. Did you see the photo from the West Village? No. And I think there, there was a photo in... It's like, I've seen some photos. There was a photo in front like of, um, what's that bar, Stonewall? Yeah. yeah. As far as the eye can see down that avenue. Yeah. Unreal flowers, and then candles. Monday night. So for the listeners, we I'm not as affected as Peter. This is still a tragedy to me, and right. I, I was very upset. But it doesn't touch my groups. I, I vaguely knew a person, a friend of a friend, right? Uh, but what was I saying? I'm so sorry. It's okay. Uh, it it's important for me. It. You see so many people claiming this tragedy. Gay people, it's their, it's our tragedy. Gay Latinos, it's our tragedy. Orlandans, it's our tragedy. Um, and, and yes, you're right. It's everyone's tragedy, but there is a spectrum. And it's different. It's okay to say that everyone's mourning. It's okay to say that this is a tragedy on all humankind. But it's also important to recognize that it's going to feel something and mean something different if you're gay, if you're gay and Latino, if you're Latino, if you're an Orlandan, if you're a Floridian, if you've been to Pulse. I mean, these are things that, that there, is, there is a circle, an, an ever-expanding circle of consequence to these things. And it's okay. It's okay for you to be mourning whoever you are. It's okay for you to be in grief. But it's not okay for you to deny the gay and lesbian community this the, the, the impact that it has had and the weight of the situation. It's not okay to say this is an act of terror, not a hate crime. No, it was fucking both. It was a hate crime, okay? And, you know, and so... I, I think the point I wanted to make was that I'm just so impressed at the way people have come together... Absolutely. It, I, I can't believe it. Absolutely. And uh, especially when you politicize, not we, but when, as a country, we tend to politicize it almost immediately. Right. Uh, to spin it towards our, our own predilections of politics. But it's just, it's, it's just great. And I, I mean, I'm overwhelmed. And uh, for me, I feel like I don't want to talk out of school, you know? Right. And so. Right. Especially since Peter and I have. Very similar politics on a lot of things, and we're, right. and we're different on some other things, sure. uh, wildly different. But um, it's that diversity that makes us good friends, and it's right. a good podcast, and, and what makes any relationship good. Uh, but what Peter's saying about people uh, it's feeling okay to mourn and feeling – this is a time to realize, as for, as for us, when you said you were, you were sad, you were uh, guilty – it's important to find this moment and to take it and to use this to make a change in your life. Yes. To, to hold on to what's important, to avoid things that are dragging you down, to avoid things that, that waste your time. Yeah. I mean, I was off for two days, and I did some important things in my life, and I wasted an unbelievable amount of time. In the sure. Day. God, yeah. And, and I just – you can't get that time back. I miss a workout – I can't get that time. I, I can't. Right. I can't make that up. You know, you don't read. If, you, if you're a reader, you, right. you, 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 you lost time. You don't tell someone you love them, and you can't get that time back. Right. And so, and it sucks that we take other people's tragedies, other people's deaths, to motivate ourselves. 
Right, that we that we have to use that, but but it's it's a fact. It's just it is, and I feel like if I, oh god, I don't want to say that. If I were to go, then yeah, I want you to be motivated by that. I do. You know, I want. I, I mean, I would certainly make a GoFundMe. You make a GoFundMe for yeah, absolutely to make my funeral fabulous. Well, no, also. I want a fabulous we're, we're, funeral. We're, well, we get you up. We just we're paying for the web hosting, and I. I mean, I'm not going to take on that whole burden. I want everyone in drag at my funeral. I want the girls in boy drag. I want the boys in girl drag. A DJ or a live band? Um, I, God, I would I would have a playlist. I feel like I'm going to have to go create a will right now and have a play a, like a like a playlist on a CD that I'm going to give you. Mm. Um, Thumb drive. No, I don't know how to use those. Got it. <sighs> well, good. Now that we've got that out of the way. What I, What out of the way? My, my so funeral? Do, yeah. Let's, I mean... <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> you seen those funerals in Puerto Rico where, like, they pose you on a motorcycle? What, like Weekend of Bernie's? It's, not, it's just like that. It's, do they put sunglasses on you? It's crazy. They're in outfits. They're standing up. They're on motorcycles. They're... It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> And, uh, I would like that, but I would feel like I would want it in maybe like a, like a BDSM photo shoot or something. Mm. Just that, but there'd be some iron, irony in that. Irony? That's a play. That's a yeah. No, it's an alternate pronunciation. Yeah, for sure. Right in, right into Webster's. I don't know, Mike, how I'm sitting here right now. I don't know how I got to be here. Well, that's I don't I, know how I'm not crying right now. I've been off and on crying. That's what I wanted to say. That's, I days. just remembered. Is on Tuesday, yeah. I wanted to rush you into this. Right. I wanted to get the... Well, first of all, Tuesday is the recording day. Okay? Right. And, but I wanted to... While it was still a hot take... Right. I want, it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday? You wanted yeah. me to come over Wednesday, yeah. And so, what well, we, we didn't... You weren't up for it. Right, right. And one thing I'm realizing about this podcast is everything that I wanted to be, wanted mm-hmm. it to be from the beginning, it cannot be those things uh, because that's not going to work. Right. Uh, Can't force it. That's right. And so this podcast is exactly what it is because it's exactly not the way we're planning it. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to point that out. Great life lesson, right? I'm so nervous that this is just not going to keep recording. Is it? I mean, what, why are you? Why is that nervous? Is is the computer giving you any reason to believe that it's not recording right now? Mm, maybe. Why are you messing with it? So usually the cursor goes along with with the, the track as as it's recording. Right. Right. Uh, for whatever reason, I have it set up to where it's not. The cursor is not traveling along. Following us. Yeah. So. Um, I keep scrolling through to make sure that uh, the, the sound waves are there, and uh, there they are. Okay, so they're there. I just I have to trust. Woo! I have big Girl. trust issues. I, you know, um, George Fairly. W. Bush said it best: "Trust but verify." Did he really say that? He said that. Yeah. What is that? Even I think mean? when he was talking about that uh, doesn't. Those are two separate things. I believe when he was talking about trusting. The point the, of trust is not to verify. Trusting the Iraqis to uh, to have no WMDs and to. Be a good governance of their own country. It's like saying when I'm ringing someone at the register, not disclosing where I work, but if I'm ringing... Peter works at a business that, that, that sells that things. That has a register. Yeah. And, well, I'm going to disclose that we sell cookies. If it's I, it's oh, the kind that... If the bag is closed... The buttons are on say, top, right? And you pull a lever to open it? No. <laughs> if I say, are there three cookies in this bag? And because that, I felt in the bag and it feels like three cookies you're feeling, I'm, the, out, I'm you're good feeling at, the outside of the bag I'm feeling the outside of the bag and I'm good at feeling cookies and telling how many there are Hell and yes. there's a lady let's say she's a suspicious looking lady I'm not going to say what race that is but there's a suspicious looking lady can I tell for the she's sweet she's, wait, I don't for trust the, the sweet listeners it's white people that's it's who white we, people that's honestly she's Swedish yeah. she's Scandinavian probably Swedish or Norwegian Duh. and I see this lady I hear her thick Swedish accent and she says yeah three, three cookies three cookies yeah and I that would be trust but verify would be me saying Just okay and then peeking, peeking in the back yeah. that defeats the point of me asking is there three cookies Egen don vit 
Is that Swedish? I, be, I believe that's the egg is white. Fucking Swedes. I, I took about six months of. Uh, you know, I'm just jealous of the Swedes because I I wish I could be that. Their, their country is ruined. I took like six months Why? of. Why? I thought they're like the best country. The immigration thing. Immigration. Syria. That's that's not true. It's true. That's not true. I, I they're, read it. They're like they're like zero carbon emissions. It doesn't matter. Their population increased like four percent in like ninety days. Uh, it's I, crazy. It's I, crazy. I reserve the right to do the research I'll, on it I'll get back to you. Guys, in the show notes, we'll link the articles. We'll put the footnotes. The show, it's, called, footnotes. it's called show notes. Anyway, show notes. I've got these new shorts, and uh closure, I'm, 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 I took a shower, I'm free-balling, mm-hmm. but uh, it's, a, it's hot in this apartment, and I'm, I'm a little sticky, and I keep adjusting. Well, did you put on Gold Bond? I did not spray on Gold Bond before bed. Okay. Anyway... I just no. Anyway, I hate that word as a transition. I hate it. So many comedians use it. What about it. anyways? No, no. Mm. Did However, we just did we just did we just like tacitly decide that that was like a smooth transition into like the irreverent portion of the show? Like, where, because we said we were only we we're going. We can go back. No, no, no. I don't want to go back. I just want to make sure our listeners know that we weren't trying to be sly there. We decided that we were gonna go. We were gonna go to the irreverent place. At some point, we did. We did decide. You know, we don't script these. Obviously, uh, <laughs> I hope we don't spend any time preparing. We really this spend god minimal. Show. Peter invented a segment which we stuck with for two shows. Yep, and uh, which is yep. a nice little. We'll loose. bring it back. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring, bring that back. back. That's fine. Maybe the eightieth show. But or that's something. like literally like the queen. I write down eight words that are random, and, <laughs> and Peter and Peter. Uh, Riffs on them, right? Yep. Like, and so that's what we did two shows. Takes me the length of a stoplight. That's right. I. The car's in park. The car's in, no. The car's at the stoplight. Why would the car be in park? That sounds dangerous. I don't know. What do you mean? Thinking about eight words at a stoplight. Do you text and drive? No, I don't write them down. I put them in my head. I have a good memory. I do text and drive. It's the worst thing I do. Mm-hmm. If, if no, you're good at it though. Look how alive you are right now. Uh, if there were one thing that I could stop it, that I should stop in my life, it's texting. But do you wear a seatbelt? Of course, I wear a seatbelt. I wouldn't wear a seatbelt, but there's a, a. There are people who don't wear seatbelts. There's a sound I can't turn off though, unless I put the belt on. And, oh, me too. Me too. So the, it I just, goes off after a while. Oh no, like, mine doesn't. Yours uh, never does. There's. I went to the dealership and I said, you know, where's the fuse for this? And like that's tied to the window, so you can't really. Well, I'm glad. I'm grateful that you're fucking wearing a seatbelt, idiot. Mm. But <laughs> I just want to say that we don't move on from this, right? In, I'm talking about in terms of the episode, in terms of discussion, in terms of our com- comedy, we carry this. We don't move on from the discussion. We carry the discussion even through our terrible, wretched, irreverent, hour-long segments each week. We do not forget... We carry it with us, and that informs our decision to continue being the funny, irreverent idiots that we are. And if anything we've said about this has been wrong, then perfect, because that's what we do. We just spew wrong shit. And I feel like I've tried to be true to the moment, and we're going to continue to try carrying it with us throughout the length of this show and throughout the rest of our lives would you agree with that uh yes but like am i making it it doesn't make any sense what you're not making clear is that you're not gonna dwell on this every day no 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 i'm not gonna fucking put a segment in every episode we're gonna talk about it i'm just saying i want people to know that we're not going i want you to know that it's not something that we're just like oh we're gonna say 20 minutes worth of stuff and then Boom, we're going to turn back on ourselves. We can't do that. We can't flip a switch and forget. We have to carry it with us. There's a part of me that will always remember what I've seen the past five days, which is this amazing outpouring of love over this horrific tragedy. You know what I've noticed about myself? This is a little funny. Please. But I tend to treat people better after these types of things. Absolutely. More kinder, more gentle. I encountered some Muslims today. Okay. And you know what? They're not I'm the problem. Scared to hear. The, those people are not the problem. People no. I encountered. You know what Did I mean? Did it just take you that to this to realize no, 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 that? No, no, I'm just saying I think the opposite happens in America broadly. Mm. You know, you'll see beatings in the streets and like harassments. But uh, this is an th- opportunity to I don't even know, I don't want to say love your enemy, but 
to, to, this is a great test to treat people better. And if people that, you know, don't agree with you, people that are not, uh, people that are, you know, your enemies, I don't know how I'm explaining this, but, uh, yeah, no, I understand what you're saying, but I just don't want to get it twisted. That dude, I don't even want to say his name, but that dude was not a Muslim. That dude was a psycho. That dude well, was an idiot. Apparently, psycho. he knew very little about. He, he claimed affiliation to three competing uh, entities in the Middle okay, East. Okay, well, whatever he was, yeah, yeah, he, he, he wasn't a Muslim. He wasn't any sort of religious, God fearing person. Right, but but most people, writ large, blame demographics. Why won't Obama say... I don't think most people... I think... They, I'll, they I'll, say, why won't Obama think, say radical... I think a vocal minority does. I don't think most people... I think a vocal minority talks about that. People mention this vocal minority, but I don't believe that that's a real thing. I do. Are you kidding me? Yes, because every time we... In the past... Would you say that? Would you say gays are a vocal minority? No, no... No, you well, like one, yes, you like but, the 1% of the population? Yes, but what I'm talking about when I say the vocal minority is the Trump supporters who are clearly outnumbered, but they get so much airtime because it's good for ratings. I don't know that they're outnumbered. It's good for ratings. Oh, they are. We'll, we'll get to that in November, but we'll find out just how outnumbered they Peter, are. Peter, which one of these Bernie Sanders buttons do you want? I wish there was one with like... Uh, okay, there's one that's blue that says Bernie and white. There's one that's black that says one that's white that says Bernie, honestly, and, Bernie and blue. And there's one that says feel the burn. We have a coworker who makes his own pins. If I could make one, I would have one that says Bernie and I love Dick. Mm, I don't. And I got a great Bernie bumper sticker. Feel the burn. I would. I would say feel the dick and the burn. That some people do feel their dick and then a burn. Is it, what is it, syphilis or chlamydia? Or? I get no, no experience with that. No, chlamydia, I think there's a burning sensation. Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. If you remember, guys, write in to tell me what great movie that's from. I don't know. Um, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, what is it? I'll whisper in your ear. Okay, come closer. 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 The movie is called A League of Their Own, 1992. Ooh, a little less tongue, Mike, a little less tongue. Uh, Avoid the clap, Jimmy Dugan. Tom Hanks, great. What's like the worst thing when uh, when you're getting a blowjob? Like, what's the worst thing possible? Do you have one in mind? You know, no, I'm thinking of one right now. I I'm wanted you to, to go I'm first. To think of I one. wanted you to go first. I wanted you to have something lined up because I don't know. I thought you would have had gotten a lot of bad blowjobs in your life. Uh, mm. I, as a gay man, I have a prejudice. I think like girls get bad blowjobs, but I see. That's that's not from personal experience. I mean, it is from personal experience, but I'm just playing off of the old adage, like, oh, well, guys have that, penises, uh, so they know how what to do with them. Like, I don't know that there's like a bad thing. Like, there's a you cannot use a hand enough. Yep. You gotta yeah, go with gotta the hand. Use the yeah. hand. Gotta use the hand. Gotta milk it. Um, but I think the but you can also use the hand too much if yeah. you don't know how to use. Yeah. The well, hand. if you're afraid of your throat, if you're afraid of. Oh, yeah. Shallow blowjobs. Yeah. Shallow. But I think, I'm going to say that's my answer. No, no, no. The, the best answer I'm going to give you right now is right. an unenthusiastic blowjob. Oh, yeah. And I give them all the time. I don't give them all the time, <laughs> but I don't like giving blowjobs. I like getting blowjobs. So I get fairly unenthusiastic. I, I like it. Okay. But it's fair. It's fair, Mike. Listen, dude, before you like judge me and you're like, oh, you're so lazy. You're such like a... You're such a one-sided, selfish, sexual partner. No, it's not that that. I like giving enthusiastic rim jobs. That's my thing. I love rim jobs. Mm. So don't blame me. For the, the uninitiated blow- listener, do you want to describe a rim job? For the, if someone doesn't know what a rim job is and they're still listening to this podcast... I apologize. Pre- pretend I don't know. You have pretend greatly... I don't know what a rim job is and explain it. A rim just, job. Just assume okay, that, uh... so a rim job. I'm going to give you a play by play. I'm not going to just tell you what a rim job is. Describe it if job... you were going to give me one right now. Okay, I'm going to like work my way down to your belt buckle, right? I'm going to give you some like kissy kisses. Yeah, yeah. Maybe on your nip. I'm going to like bite your nipple a little bit and then like tongue yep. it through my teeth, but not too hard because that's just like, eh, I'm not into that kind of dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to send those signals that I want to start the pain game mm. because like there's a time and place for that. And I've explored it. And I was just like, right now in my life, I don't want to play the pain game right now. I don't want nipple clamps. I'm sorry. Like if that's your thing, awesome, but it's not my thing. So whatever, I'm going to work my way down to your belt buckle. I'm going to do undo your belt buckle. I'm going to 
tear off your pants. I'm going to tear them off. Just like, not like... Well, I'm wearing Adidas snap pants, so it's easy. Oh, that's... You just left. I just kicked you out. <laughs> I just kicked you out for your snap pants. No, I tear off your pants. Because I'll do the thing when I take off my pants, since I'm laying the top, right? I'll do the thing where I like slowly, like, like let my boner like rest on the lip of my pants and then like smack it back up against my like, you know... Yeah. <laughs> Up against my stomach. And, and, and the guy's like, oh my god, it's so sexy. Like, whoa. So I'll do that. But with, with the guy that I'm going to give the rim job to, I'll rip his pants off. I'll yeah. rip his pants off. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take your legs and I'm going to put them up. Oh, no, wait. I, I, I was standing. I was standing before. <laughs> you, you were standing up? Yeah, I know. I thought you were on the bed. Oh, I'm on the bed. Okay, no, good. you're on the bed. <laughs> you were on the bed. You're not standing up. God, you were standing up like two minutes ago. That was so long ago. Got okay, it. you're already on the bed. The red pants have been ripped off. And I'm going to put my hands like sort of wait, on wait, the, are under. Wait, wait. We talked about consent first. Have we, have we discussed consent stuff? Like... Well, yeah, what, in what way? We've established what? that I'm not drunk and I'm able to consent. And Of course. Oh. Of course we've established you're not drunk. Got like, I, I mean... Uh, <laughs> I, so I, I, we're talking about consent. No, I'm purposely derailed that. I'm sorry. No, continue. If you were to give me any signals that you did not want to engage sexually, I would have stopped. I wouldn't have had a conversation. I would have stopped. If you... If you are engaging with me sexually, I'm going to check with you along the way. You, What's okay? Are you okay, baby? Definitely 100% before I penetrate. I always check, I always say, do you want it? Is it okay? Do you want it? Do you want to fuck? Do you want to do it? Do you, do you want this? Yeah, I mean, it, it's different person to person, and I don't want to play it off like it's not important right now. Okay, but this is... Yeah, yeah. We're getting off topic. Yeah, the pants are not, ripped. The pants are ripped. Not ripped. ripped. I'm not going to rip your pants because then I don't want to... I just got these. I'm lucky. Hey, hey. Oh, that has, like, significant meaning in my life that you just named <laughs> Lucky Frangites right now. I'm not going to get into that. But we ripped off the pants, all right? You're, like, loving it. They were skinny jeans. They took a while. I had to kind of like laugh my way through it. Like, got ah. big legs. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to take your legs. I'm going to put them not over your head, but like up in the air. Right? Yep. Yeah. And I'm kind of going to ignore the dick. Mm. I'm going to ignore the dick. Do I have to jack it myself? You, if you want. Okay. If you want. But the sensation is going to be so strong from the rimming that oh, it's, okay. it's, good. Good. it's, you know. But I'm going to ignore the dick. I'm going to go around the dick because I don't want you to get the wrong idea. I am an ass man. That's what I like down there. I like to play with the butthole. And, of course, I'm going to take into consideration things like um, who, who, I'm, who I'm engaging with, what we've been doing, cleanliness. I'm not going to go from a day I bet you at Wakaiva. Yeah, and then go to Taco Bell, and we're going to just be like, yeah, I want to give you a rim job. No, this is like, we've prepared, we know what we're getting into. That's why consent was kind of yeah. given yeah. in the situation. Yeah. We both understood that we were doing ass play today, and that was, the proper preparation was... I feel surprised by this. You, you feel so, you feign surprise. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm going to ignore the dick, and I'm going to go straight... For the outer area of the anus. I'm going to start playing with the outer area, tonguing, kissing, and then I'm just going to dive right in. I'm going to dive right in. Sometimes I won't, it depends on how long it's been, but sometimes I'll get a little flicky flick, uh. a little flicky flick action, but I mean, an enthusiastic rim job, you can't beat it. It's, okay. So it, for listeners, it, I'm assuming you all knew that already. I didn't, it wasn't a waste to have What is a that. rim job, Mike? You're going to lick the butthole. I'm going to lick the butthole. That's exactly right. It took me a long time to say it, but I'm going to lick the butthole. Mm. If you're disgusted by that, that's awesome. Keep listening. You're going to learn a lot. But if you're not, you know, I live in Orlando. I'll give you my address if you call in the show and you want to try out sometime. It, it's great. Try out, I hold tryouts every Friday. Um, from- not, not this Friday, though. <laughs> oh, it is Friday, right? Yeah, now. we're at my Friday. It's late at night. <laughs> I've been really trying to it. Oh, cheerleader tryouts next Friday. Um, but yeah, I think you have to. Speaking you, of which, it's all about intent. It's all about how you make me feel. Okay, so it's about enthusiasm. It's yeah. about commitment. You know, you can give me ten million dollars, or you can give me ten dollars. 
But if you if you give me ten million by driving it by and throwing it at me from a car and it hits me and I knock I get knocked out, or you what? okay go on yeah. I'm listening. Or you give me ten dollars, you know, with your tongue. You want it's the sexy. ten dollars? I'm just saying, it's all about intention. Give me the ten million dollars. Yeah, that's Smack a bad. That's a bad analogy. I'm still getting insert it into my anus violently, please. That's a bad. I'm such a bad Deuce. analogy. Yeah, that was a terrible. Uh, analogy. I'm so sorry. And I tried to but, be deep earlier. But this but but, but your thing. original answer was a good one. Enthusiasm and commitment. Lack of enthusiasm is one of the worst things yes. in a blowjob. But I will contend. I will stick by my answer, mm. which was a shallow blowjob. Oh, yes. Which was a shallow... We're, we're, we're not getting... We're past not the get, tongue, I guess. Past the back of the tongue. I'm not even saying... Past the molars. I'm not going to measure your mouth. I'm going to measure on my dick. If you're not going oh, beyond my head, uh, then that, if you're only reaching just beyond well, what, my head... What if they... And I'm not saying I have a huge penis. I don't. I have six inch... I have a six-inch normal-sized penis. Maybe some would even say 5.7 or 5.8, depending on how you measure. Guys, don't mm. lie about your dick Nobody size. Nobody that would be on this don't podcast would say that about you, though. What do you mean? What do you say? What do you say? Anyone that would come on this podcast and claim your dick is not every inch, every centimeter of six, is would never sit in this chair. Next Somebody to you slept with? Yeah. Oh, no one says that about you. No one puts baby in a corner. Is what I'm saying. I don't mind. I don't mind being in the corner because I am confident in my dick. I like my dick, and it's not the size of the wave. It's the motion of the ocean. I've I've heard that too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's age old. It's I think the, I, it's I, think I told towel. you. That. I, I read it in the towel. This the towel. This towel. Got it. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh... Mm. Whoever embraces the towel will not slip away. Slippery blowjobs. That's a good one. What, what, what if it... They put the head in, and then they go to the side of the mouth, though. That's you, okay. You I get mean, more of the dick depends. in, but you gotta go down the throat. I love those, yeah. fo- I love those photos where, like, the girl or guy is laying on their back, and the guy is standing over... And you can just see the head of the dick, like, you know, in the sternum, basically. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I think those are Photoshop, but an important factor for me as well. <laughs> Sometimes I think things that you fantasize about aren't even real. <laughs> an important factor for me as well is how much do you make yourself disappear so I can imagine that you're someone else. Yeah. Well, the mask I'm wearing helps. I've got a Does green, it? I, well, I'm wearing the Does it? I'm wearing the green mask, the green hood, so you can CGI any face on later on with the video. I want to be in the moment, be able to like pretend that so you, you are. You wearing an my Oculus? Cousin. You wearing an Oculus? An Oc- Oh, one of the VR things. Yes. God, that's gonna be crazy. Should we just break up the podcast now and go into I, VR? I would fuck you with an Oculus. Let's do it. I mean, I. I I feel like that is going to change our lives in the next five years and change porn that I'm going to want to be a porn star with VR. Mm. I'm going to want to sit at my house and just have people Do you need, beam an, agent? In. Do you need an agent? Yeah, absolutely. Sick. Can I tell you what the best porn I've ever seen? Yeah. Unbelievable production value. Okay. Somewhere in the late 70s, someone decides to make a feature-length porn film remake of Alice in Wonderland. Almost shot for shot. I think I've heard about this. Only it includes full penetration sex, gangbangs, etc. Definitely heard of it. I haven't seen it. I would venture that they've spent at least a million dollars on sets and costumes and and production. On it's unreal. Alice is very hot. Mm. There's tons of weird dudes that play the characters, like the Mad Hatter and the Cat and mm-hmm. uh, oh, the the Worm. Right. Uh, there's like a boyfriend in there too, I think. I don't know. Crazy. Mm. But uh, I don't know why I'm on the mention that to you. But, uh, greatest. Great. Top notch. Speaking of buttholes, I just five minutes. Segway. Segway. Butthole segway. Butthole segway was the name of my high school band, by the way. We were post rock metal uh, fusion with a little bit of samba. Peter, do you want to tell the listeners who's sponsoring this Butthole Segway segment? Butthole Segway segment sponsored by Astroglide, the best water-based lubricant since mm, 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 a 
I'm not sure when Astro Glide was founded, but it is my lube of choice. I would love if they were, just like I've said in the past, if Trojan were to sponsor us, that would be amazing yeah, because yeah. Trojan bearskin condoms are awesome. Astro Glide is my lube of choice. Tweet us Astro Glide. Every time, all the time, and it is safer. This is a sex positive podcast. We like to be promoting sex positivity. Lubricant using lubricant is safer. It prevents micro. It doesn't prevent micro tears, but it it um, you know reduces the risk of micro tears in the skin if you are properly lubricated. And so we would love you to join the team, Astroglide. We would love to get your support. And I am I am tweeting Astroglide right now good, with a photo good, good, of good, you. Good, good. Oh, um, I don't look good right now. Are I don't, you kidding no. me? I look terrible. I'm breaking out. I have fucking grease in my hair. I just ate a goddamn burnt pizza that we almost set the building on fire with. So Okay, so... Can I see the picture? I just tweeted it to them. Oh, so please, no. What's uh, Okay, Peter, tell, tell me why you want to be an Astroglide boy. Uh, no, Mike. Okay, Astroglide is the best lube around. It gets the job done every time the right way. And we would love to have your support because I am a, a I've been using your product for eight years, uh, religiously, not religiously, that sounds bad, but loyal customer. I'm going to tweet that, that. I just made a video of that, and that I'm going to tweet okay. to them. I'm really nervous about that. I don't look good right now. No, you look this beautiful. is why we do a radio show, a podcast, because you don't have to see my ugly ass mug. At Astroglide, please sponsor our podcast. Peter explains. We okay. got off track from the butthole segue. Guys, we have a Twitter. We are at, at Peter and Pals Pod. That's at P E T E R A N D P A L S P O D. That's Twitter, <laughs> Peter and Pals Pod. Oh, we God. have 52, or sorry, we have nine followers. Yeah, uh, including Rebecca, Isabel, Rebecca, Misha, Isa, Laura, Misha, and, uh, my, was, myself. Who was the last one K- for you? K- K's. K's. These are probably all bots. Oh, that's not a. This is not a real person. Yeah. Um, we love our bots. Bots are bots are listeners too, man. Bot babes. Yeah. Yeah. Bots. Bots are important mm. in the podcast scene. You know. Okay. Let's let, uh, Astro Glide Boy. Uh, no, Mike. Okay, Astroglide is the best loop around. It gets the job done every time the right way. And we would love to have your support because... Perfect. Astroglide, please. I mean, that's... that's Please. I, gotta, I don't look as bad as I thought as I looked. No. I think we I look kind of sexy, our, we, so... Can we quit the jobs that we have already? And just let Astroglide... have to get pregnant first. And, um... Mm. <laughs> uh, Peter, what, what, what's that in, uh, inside joke? Hey, it took me 48 minutes to I'd make love, the first I'd love joke, to be so. a part of one someday. <laughs> Michael Scott. Uh, so, we, so we're looking for Astroglide. We're looking for Trojan Trojan Boys and uh, Peach Peach Tree. Peach Cobbler. <laughs> Peach Valley. Peach Valley. God, Peach Valley. At Peach Valley FL. Peach Valley. The best. Listen, for I want... For some reason, I think they're a long shot. I want to wake up in the morning, go down to Peach Valley, yeah. eat a delicious breakfast... Okay. Be hailed as a local hero. Have some delicious coffee. Mm-hmm. Talk to the waitress. Hey, babe, just the morning shift? She's getting off at 2. What is, what's happening at 2? Why is that She's good? off at 2. Why is that good? I'm picking her up. And doing what in the heat of the afternoon? We're coming back to this apartment where we do this podcast. and uh, With the waitress? Of course with We're the waitress. We're going to do the podcast with the waitress? You're not here. I'm oh, gonna do okay. the waitress. Oh, you're saying the apartment? The, yeah. So, the so I'm, my my belly's full. My cock is rock hard. Okay, she's here. She's got the little apron. Yeah. The money's inside of it. She's not worried. I'm gonna take it. I'm not taking the, her tip money. You're gonna take the. tip I'm not money? taking the tip. Peach Valley waitress. I'm not taking that tip money. Okay, she's you're gonna take she's, the tip she's, money. She's here. We're getting it on. Guess what? What? I I, I tear open carefully. Tear open a, a, a beautiful a beautiful uh, Trojan condom. Bearskin. Bearskin. I slip it on yeah. carefully. I pull the thing a little, you know, so that... The- yeah, well, first you put it on and it's the wrong side, so then you have to flip it over. Oh, uh, that's classic. Happens wrong every side. time. I know. And every so, time. And, but, and then I, I get a little astroglide. Yeah. I put it on the tip of my fingers. I rub it on my... And I rub it on her a little, you know, and then we're... Yeah. Banging out. 
Yeah. You know, 90 to 120 seconds later. Uh-huh. Done. Okay. Done. We're cuddling a little bit. Can you give me some water, babe? She, you know, I get her. She some, said that, or you said that? Uh, Which voice? She, was she, that? that was her voice. That was your voice. Yeah. Okay. She, she said she wanted. Do you wanted get water. the water, or do you say no? I. Can you get it? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I say. Can you get it? And then while she's getting the water, I'm, I'm you know, peeing. You're taking a little, the tip money? I'm peeing. <laughs> I'm not taking that tip money. Oh, yet. you're peeing. I'm peeing to get because, rid of the because UCI. I, had, I had all that coffee, and it having to pee makes me come early. Right. And, and I go, I, you know, she sips the water. We get back in the bed, and guess what? Rock hard again. <laughs> Ready for round two. This time, this time though, much longer. Much longer, yeah. Side A. She might actually come close. The to full side A climax of a Foo Fighters record for yeah. sure. Will I will last? Yeah. You know, don't wanna be your monkey wrench. Yeah. And uh, yeah, she she might. It came out with a new album. She definitely has time to fake an orgasm. Yep. And uh, it's perfect. Didn't know okay. what hit her the first um, time. I got you know the only problem. I kind of drive her back to the Peach Valley because she left her car. So that's a ways from here. Okay. <laughs> I mean, so if we're in the car, awkward. I've got the, you know, I don't have a CD player. I've just got the radio. Radio's on. It's, you know, some commercials. It's not a big deal. Yeah. I'm just in the volume. You I don't, need a little redhead? We're talking. No, we're not. Head? No, she's, uh, she's texting. She's texting. Ruin the whole day. I, I can't believe she's texting, but uh, she hasn't checked her apron yet. Okay. Okay. Inside, it's the same amount of money she had already, only I've changed out the small bills for big bills. You took. The she had a lot bills. of fives, okay, and I changed those fives in for twenties and fifties. You just made change out of her apron. I've done her a service. You know how hard it is to be a server and to have. Yeah, why did you do it though? It's it's a nice thing to do, okay. It's it's polite. She doesn't have to go to the bank as frequently, you know, and uh, I just feel like it's a it's the least I can do for the great after. It's it's three thirty now, you know. You gonna see her again? I mean, I'll be back at Peach Valley tomorrow. Are you going to get more 20s to give her? I, does she work? Is she on shift? No, you went and she wasn't there. <sighs> well, you know, there's other fish in the sea. This time you have a beautiful Puerto Rican man as your server named Javier. Javier. I mean, Javier is polite. Mm-hmm. He, he, he wrote a nice little message on the check. Thanks, yeah. for, thanks, for, thanks for the podcast. Winky face. Thanks for all you do, Poppy. Yeah. And it's the poppy that sets me off. Right. And then you kind of remember that yesterday it was actually Javier. And he slipped something in her drink. And it wasn't a blonde girl at all. I can feel the pain behind my eyes, like a pulsing. And in your prostate. (laughs) In your prostate. Come on. No, that wasn't a very good trick that I just did to you. I ruined your whole story. I had a listen, Peach Valley. I I'll feel be like back. you just created some fan fiction for them right That's, now. Listen, I, we got to get this sorted, Peach Valley. I'll be back. They're a long shot. I feel like Astroglide is the closest we're going to come right now. Honestly, that video is gold that we just did. I feel like that's we've got a, there was a lot of puns there just now. Closest we're going to come. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Perfect. Uh, perfect. God. So, anyways. Uh, those are our three main sponsors that we're wishing for. Astroglide, Trojan, and Peach, Peach Valley. Valley. I, I mean, I do spend a lot of money on condoms and lube. Lube lasts me a while. There's so condoms, many podcasts out there that have all these bullshit condoms are sponsors. There, there, there are podcasts that are sponsored by Audible. Okay? Me Undies. Some podcasters are, some podcasters are out there getting free undies. There's a mattress company God, that's I giving mattresses to Joe Rogan. And they're sleeping on them. Oh, the goddamn Casper mattress. Casper, they're shipping mattresses to people's houses. You know, I'm not buying one. I want one of those. I mean, well, there's someone. There's someone over. I'm sure. They're fucking expensive as hell. Mm. Do you think that 54 minutes 38 seconds? Do you think that this has skyrocketed us into for sure the number one gay podcast in Orlando? This episode? Yes. Sure. Um, I still haven't done my homework. Still don't know if there's another gay podcast in Orlando. Why would there be another one? Uh, because, as we discussed, there's a lot of gay people in Orlando. You think that they would even have... I listened to some podcasts that were in the top, like, uh, top hundred, like, comedy podcasts. Not good. Here's what I think. Um, if we can do a podcast, mm. that scares me. 
for how many people can do a podcast. I think you're not measuring my my genius and your creativity uh, appropriately. Measure it appropriately then for me. What? Why are we where it's, we are? It's going to be hard to my... match <laughs> what I'm able to give this podcast and what you're able to give this podcast. I agree. I agree. But I also agree we are in our... I also put forth that we are in our infancy. Mm. Right? Right? We talked about infants last week. If you can remember that, tweet us. We did? Did we? I, yeah. I, God, you said some I disparaging things us. about Hitler. Oh, we're back to the Hitler. I just wanted to mention that. We, I just wanted to okay. call back the previous episode. That was a deep callback. That was a deep callback. If infancy. you don't remember that... If you don't... Yeah, infancy... Baby Hitler. Yeah. I see, mean, I needed this a reminder. Is, this is why our podcast is bound for success. Right, right. Because if you listen to just one episode, you won't laugh at all. Unbelievable. You have to bear every single terrible episode and in our, order our, to get our, our, our unbelievable quick wit, your, right. your handsomeness, you know? Right. Uh, the, the stories that you tell, which are mainly lies. Did you guys know Peter's 319 pounds? Yeah. He's, uh, he's lost... 83 pounds since last year? Yeah, but then I gained back 40. So, net 43. What was her name? I don't get it. That was like a, I gained weight, it was a, a bad relationship. Like you then ate you, her? And then you lost weight, in bad relationship. Oh, I thought you meant like you ate your ex-girlfriend. No, no, no. no. <laughs> <sighs> I had a great workout today. Are you still working out? I, I got back, so today, I got, yesterday was the first day... Since Sunday that I kind of made myself exercise and I said, like, I'm not going to get mad at myself if I don't do a lot. And I didn't. I did 10 minutes on the treadmill and 10 minutes on the elliptical. And I could have very easily been like, you're such a loser. Like, why are you even doing this? But I said, you know what? It was something. I got my body moving. I feel better. I'll do better tomorrow. And I did. Today I did some fucking, some weights and stuff and some sit-ups and it's not easy going back to doing the normal things. It's not easy. It doesn't feel right. It feels weird to just continue living your life when this shit just is, is, is exploding, you know? And, and, and other people don't get to live their lives. No, and there, there were 49 people that did not get to go home, and I get to go home and continue to do this stupid shit, this stupid podcast, this stupid workout, this stupid job. Like, I... That's how I felt, but it was important to do it. I recognize that it's going to make me feel better, so I did it. It's also important to note that they would want you to continue on, and it does them a it, it does them a disservice for you to say you're not going to continue Absolutely. with your self betterment. Please, God, don't let yourself go to shit because of this. And that's what I have to keep telling myself: is don't get. You're stronger than that. You're stronger than that. Everyone, you are stronger than that. We are stronger than that. And that's what you have to remember. That's what we have to remember. Yeah, and so I had a great chest day. And you're welcome to lay your head on my chest if uh, you need to you have hair? be comforted. Just a little. Oh, you have hair on your chest. That's, yeah. that's a bit. Mike just showed me his chest. Hey. He just flashed me. I forgot my beads at home. Sorry, Mike. It's hot, Sorry. I know. Ooh, loud. God. Loud. So no, uh, my chest hair is like that's, oh, the sexiest. That's thing. a lot of chest hair, right? I know. Jesus, I know. People you got some like abs it. coming in. I do. You are very lean. When Peter I, is very lean. When I take a selfie, I flex for days. And you, some great overhead lighting. Like a little and, bit of uh, shit comes out of my ass. You know, you've also flex. got a great bicep insertion. What is that? Uh, right. The area where the bicep is inserted into the arm here, uh, the like towards the elbow. Right. Yeah. Like where You've got a very high peak. Yeah. Mine is long. I've got a long bicep head, and yours is, is short, which means... Like you're... Scott Steiner. So Mine's like so Scott Steiner. When you, when you flex, yeah, right, you've got... Right. Like, you have no muscle, and you probably can't lift... You probably can't lift 15 pounds. Right. But uh, you've got a good-looking bicep for your, right. for your body. Uh, it's fake. And, it's but totally no, but it looks nice. Right. Like, have you ever seen the SpongeBob episode where he enters in a weightlifting mm. contest, and he just uses the, under, the arms, the, the, yeah. the blow-up arms? That's yeah. Like, like, I've got this giant arm with almost no definition, but it's strong. Like... Yeah. I've got... I've got... 17 inch arms. I'm, I'm trusting you when it comes to moving but, uh, tires. Yeah, you are gonna. I'm gonna have you looking good. Mr. Gay Orlando I'm 2017. 
Mr. K. This is a Orlando. this is a pageant I'm going to start just for you. I mean, there is there will not be much bias in 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 getting you to this win. I mean, it'll be like. It'll be like Hillary Clinton running for president with the DNC. Not a lot of bias in the media geared towards her to skew for like, to skew her. You don't have to start that pageant. But, that uh, pageant exists. There are tons of gay pageants, and mm, there. That's I, that's I, that's. Thank you, because I don't have many monies to start a, a thing. <laughs> I, I, I can't be. Don't worry. You just have to be my handler. It's already out there. I Do I need to fluff you? Uh, no fluffing. Did we talk about that? No, but I know that. Was that a callback? No, I know to that. To my fluff. stripping days? No, you were next not week. Stripper. Next week on Peter and Pals, Peter's stripping experiences. So we may have a guest next week. My fluffer from when mm, I strip. No, this other person that we talked about. Oh, maybe it might be too soon. God, maybe like he. Him. We have a limited window. I'm scared. We're we're thinking about inviting a third into our relationship. Mm. God, I don't know if we're ready for that. I feel like we should do a guest the way we did our first episode. We make them come to the door, knock, come in. I like that. And then then they'll leave. After X amount of time, they'll leave. I have, okay, I have one condition. Please. Does he need to bring us coffee? He or she? He has to bring us coffee. He or she has to bring us coffee. And I have an air horn. And at any, time, at, any, at any time, from the moment he walks through the door, if I am not uncomfortable, my safe word is that I blow the air horn. If you are uncomfortable with me. If, I am, if I'm not comfortable, yes. I, I blow the air horn, and he has to leave immediately. Got it. I will not stop blowing the air horn until he leaves the property. That, I might leave too, though. Drives that might be the property. That might be part of... That might detract... I mean... Then I'll what do the rest of the show alone with the air horn. Talk with the <laughs> air horn. <laughs> that is our cliffhanger for next week. We have to leave you. It's late. We don't know what we've just talked about. We don't know how many people we've just offended. But we love you. If we love you, whoever you are. I will say this. In light of this tragedy, if you're offended, come to my house and fight me. My address, we gave it on the first podcast. Listen, this is a great way Listen to... Listen really close. This is a way to turn... This is a way to get us more listens. Listen in. Fight me in the yard, bro. I'll bring the air horn. Starting bell. It's on. Guys, this is a... Uh, you know, we are privileged to do this. We have lives that are comfortable enough where we can devote one or more hours a week to sitting in each other's company, eating burned pizza... Drinking coffees, Stale talking about our dicks, you know, <laughs> and assholes, and ass, and lots of assholes, another and other people's assholes, other people's assholes, way more fun. And so, and we thank you for listening. It's a great honor. Follow us at Twitter at Peter and Pals Pod. If you haven't already, and I know you haven't because I've checked, like and subscribe and rate this podcast on iTunes. Very important for the metrics. Even if it's a zero, give it a zero, please. We we will get better. We promise. Um, Damn which is what I tell. I tell in every relationship. I promise to be better. <laughs> <laughs> that is all we have for this week. We leave you with Perfume Genius, a beautiful, beautiful man from Seattle, Washington. You stop till you know you're gone. Your sister and me have a sad kiss. Don't you worry your head about a thing. Drive on, drive on, my special. Don't you stop. Till you know you're gone Drive on, drive on My special 
Don't you stop till you know you're gone. Your sister and me will keep your place clean. So it shines when you finally come home. Drive on, drive on, my special. Don't you stop till you 